Hey guys, this is Ty of Ty Kim. And this is Ashley Miller, founder of Koi3. And, and this, this is, is Series of, of Conversations. Conversations. <laughs> Listen, guys. See, she didn't, she's, she's so off today. She's like, hey guys. <laughs> None of that today. None of that. Let me actually figure out what's the podcast. No, it's because I'm like so out of my element right now, you guys. You know, Mother's Day's coming up. Or oh, well, Mother's Day would have passed by the time this comes out. Oh, yeah. I came to visit the fam and now I came over to uh, my aunt's and uncle, my aunt's uncle's house, and my great aunt is here too, and had her help me. Uh, I did a baking session with her because I love her coconut mm. bread. So I came in my uncle's man cave to do my podcast. And before I was like talking to Ty, I was like trying to situate everything, <laughs> everything around to make sure it looked appropriate. So listen, sorry, I'm a little, no. a little out of whack right now. Listen, and that's exactly like when you're out of your space, that's exactly <laughs> how it feels. So I totally understand and... Listen, I was just being patient, Ashley, because, you know, sometimes I'm the one who's late. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I was I was just like, wow, I haven't seen this in a long time. I know. And you know what's so funny? is It's funny you even talk about, like, when you're out of your space. It's so weird now being, like, when I come to visit, like, Orlando, because mm-hmm. I guess I just adapted more knowing that, like, my home was in New York. But mm-hmm. now that I live in Miami and I know it's not that far away, I yeah. just feel so much more out of my element now like I just feel like oh my god all my stuff is at my house or I'm here I'm there I don't know it's like it's it's weird it's a weird feeling I'm so happy for it that you know I'm not so as far anymore but it, it's true it's weird. It's and it's also I think it's like because when you were going down it was like vacation so yeah your mind is not thinking about like oh I have to do these things at home that or this no. but like home is like a few hours away and you're like yo um I could yeah. go home and get it right now but like I'm out of my whack exactly it's, so but it's good it's good I love it's it good. but yeah no guys we um we've been having guests on our podcast I would yeah. think Ashley and I figured this out we always get into this space where we have back-to-back guests And we're like on this, you know, this high. And then it's like, oh no, we got to come back down and have the, you know, Ashley tie time. Yeah, I know. I think that's what it is. Sometimes Mm -hmm. we miss having the conversations between each other. Yeah. But have been so happy for all of the guests that we have had and the the ones that we have lining up for you guys. It's it's really been just amazing to see our progression and exactly what we started to be very intentional about this season mm-hmm. and that was to really get stories out of other people and their yep. amazing whatever journeys brands stories yep. and it's been great to hear and you know for me especially it's just been very motivating to mm-hmm. just listen and, and get the tea and get the information you know same it feels like that whole networking space that we always talk about but um we could just go right into the topic of conversation and this is an interesting topic and I'm definitely gonna let Ashley take the lead on this one but it's called the attachment quiz and you know guys you know those quizzes that we normally do online just because we're in either a new relationship or we just want to do a quiz because we're like trying to figure out life like I've taken quizzes all the time but I'll talk about it later but this podcast is about the attachment quiz and Ashley and I did our, we did our research, our back work, you know, we did the quiz. <laughs> Ashley's going to start off and talk about like how she started, like thought of this topic. 
Yeah. So it's crazy. When we were thinking about a topic, the first thing that kind of came to mind to me was I go to therapy every week. And last week, my therapist shouts out, you know, I don't even know if I'm supposed to say this, but I'm saying shout out to Miss Jackson because she just hold on. Well, we'll talk about this offline. Yeah. <laughs> she, 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 she's the GOAT. Okay. This lady gets me right every single week. And um, so last week we were talking about codependency. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, I should have had my notes up, but I didn't. Oh no, no, we put them in our oh yeah. We put them in our in our notes. So when it comes to codependency, what it is, it's just the relationship, it's a content, it's a concept. Um, that characterizes like how your relationships are, whether they're romantic, platonic with your family. It's just how you interact with those people in your lives. And usually codependency means that you're really attached to people, relationships, and that can enable you through, you know, addictions or like just making you feel like you can't do without that person Mm. and so it's just gauging those types of relationships I personally I'll be very transparent in this time the reason why we were talking about codependency is I just have um encountered and uncovered that I deal with it within my relationships and as I've been growing up I've been growing more with the boundaries setting boundaries as well as just understanding that I don't have to be there all the time for someone or I don't have to Mm. like stop what I'm doing in order to feel that I'm validating someone or a family member friend whatever and I think when you understand what your relationships with the people around you it will actually balance you out because then you're not feeling resentment if you feel like you team too much and then you'll understand why the person ain't team too much for you Uh or just like really that self-care of yourself or Uh I say all the time the boundaries it's like sometimes we won't put enough love and and stuff into ourselves but then we will go and do it for other people so yeah my oh you want to say something sorry no no i was listen because we're going to talk more in depth about this when we get into the podcast but i was just like look look yeah we'll talk about it more in depth when we get into podcast okay yeah so she definitely told me um what i want you to do my assignment was to do the attachment quiz and Mm -hmm. she said you can google one like there's not a specific one necessarily that i would like you to do but what the attachment the attachment quiz does is it kind of gives you the style of the way that you handle your relationships, mm. so the way that your attachment is. So you might be distant, like I don't want to deal, or yeah. you might be like, no, come here, come here. I don't want to lose you ever, ever, so, ever. You know, or a yep. mix because your girl is a mix. <laughs> your girl's a mix, and I honestly did not think that as well. But I was actually surprised about this, this, this kind of quiz. And I think for like quizzes like this, it's like I was talking to Ashley about it, like the day we plan to do this podcast and I'm just like these quizzes like if anything it's kind of like a check yourself kind of thing it's not really telling you exactly like it can't really it doesn't really know you exactly but it kind of could tell you how you're feeling at the moment yeah the attachment style tie before COVID versus now definitely changed like if I took this quiz a while ago I think I would have definitely chose chosen different answers and it was a really short quiz guys but just looking but at even like um what you were saying mm-hmm. too about like these quizzes obviously are not giving you all the answers yeah. of life 
but I love like sometimes having a gauge because like you said, yep. Thai before pandemic versus Thai now, same yep. as me, is it's different. And sometimes yeah. if you see certain things spike in your life, then you're able to adjust. I know we talked about before some of the other um, tests that we have taken our quizzes. And I know I took the uh, love language that everybody talks about. I can't Same. remember. I might have to do it again before I, I get to. like a serious relationship again. Yeah. Because it would be good to or, know what mine is. Exactly. Me. No, because I was going to say, yeah, like if it's like you do it this week or whatever, because you also know what you expect or what to what you want from your partner in those relationships. I think I've got, I've taken the love language test twice and my results definitely have changed. And of course I've taken them over the span of like, you know, years. And I honestly like think it's something good to gauge before you even get into a relationship because then y'all two in a relationship and it's like, okay, our communication is off. I don't know what you want. I don't know what you need. And then it's like, what's going on there? But like, even with the attachment style, Chris, I was very like surprised because I was like, yeah, you know, like some people could be like, okay, on a scale of attached or not, that's how I am. But there's like different levels to it that, you know, it opens our eyes to things. I think that's when one thing that Ashley was telling me was that like, it's going to open our eyes to new things. It's not exactly going to tell us how we are, but it's going to open our eyes to new things. And while taking the test, it's like, yo, you can also be attached to your family. Like, Ty, no, well, that's one of the biggest things for me is the family. Is I'm like, attached. Oh, that I is the Wycliffe and Chelsea. Yo, <laughs> that is I a better brand right there for you. But no, listen, it's 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 like mine is very unhealthy. Like even with the thought of like, I've definitely been thinking. There's something that's in the back of my head of like moving and moving out of town. And with those thoughts, I start getting to this fair space. But when I talk to them, it's like, they don't need me. But I'm a very, it's, let's go into our results because like, I did not think about it. But now thinking about it, I'm like, oh, I might be the obsessive, crazy person. <laughs> and they don't care, not, 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 like they care about me, but they're like. It's not like, they like, girl, don't to my life. Life. It's, it's okay. We got this. Listen, <laughs> but um, how do we start with these results? Okay. Okay. You want to start with what yours were? Okay, yeah. So, um, so do you want to get a gist? Maybe like tell them a little bit what the questions were. Just a little bit. I know you probably, because I don't remember all of that. I don't remember all the questions I had, but I well, know. Well, you know what? Look, I'll make it even easier. So what there was, was the theory of, um, you know, the attachment was. Where are you reading from? Oh, sorry. I'm sorry. I'm reading from <laughs> okay. the website. Okay, okay. Oh. Oh, no, I'm not reading my, I'm not reading my results yet. So okay. the four types of attachment styles that they talked about was fearful avoidant, which is, do you often flip-flop between hot and cold, sometimes confused on how you feel towards your loved ones, uh -huh. and then anxious preoccupied, do you feel afraid of your loved ones pulling away and constantly seeking more closeness in your relationships? And then there's dismissive avoidant, which is like on the other uh, mm -hmm. scale. And do you, and that's, do you find yourself fearing being pressured in your relationships while often craving independence and freedom? And then I guess there's like that middle ground or whatever, which is mm -hmm. the secure. Do you find that you can be effectively communicate, you can, you can effectively communicate and feel vulnerable in your relationships? So it was mm -hmm. like the fearful, yeah of avoidance and then it's like that 
anxious and preoccupied thinking like, oh my God, someone's going to leave me. Or it's like a dismissive avoidance where you're just like, nah, I'm good fam. Mm -hmm. Like give me my space or like you're secure. You're good. Yeah. Uh, so question. You what was your highest um, score? Child. Let me get the picture. Okay. Cause, okay. Cause I could go into mine, but this is this, I think this was the space that I was confused about and guys, okay. we're working this out on the podcast, but yeah, I know it's good. So, I didn't know um, if it was supposed to add up to 100% or if it was just on a scale of... I think it's a scale. It's a scale okay. from like 100, not like it's a full 100. Okay, no. okay, okay. Yeah. Okay, so I'm a little... So like from a scale to 1 to 100, I'm 38% okay. fearfully avoidant. Okay, I'm... And I'm what are you? I'm 29% fearfully Okay, avoidant. so going back to fearfully avoidant, this mm -hmm. is when... You may flip-flop between hot and cold, sometimes confused about how you feel towards your loved ones. And I think that that happens in our lives, yeah. especially where we're at too. We're trying to figure out our independence from like mm -hmm. being with our family yep. and, and not even just family, but loved ones and people in our lives. Like I mm -hmm. think I know, and you can speak on like your maybe take on this specific one. Yeah. Um, but for me, like that's even the part of me moving here too. It was mm -hmm. like, at first I went away cause I was like, God, I got to go. Like <laughs> girl got plans and goals and then things yes. happened. And I was just like, nah, fam, I need to be by y'all. Wait, 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 pandemic is And it real. happened in a, in a span. And yeah, but just even with friends and seasons, it can change because you could be so independent of things mm -hmm. at one time and then be very fearful and flip-flopping and, and confused and I think the reason why that was my highest one was 38 percent, and that was the flip-flop okay. and I think it just comes from maybe in my in my time now that I'm in a season where I'm trying to figure some stuff out so it's like I'm good but then I'm like worried about certain things so I yeah. think that's maybe where that came from right now for so for me okay that was not the lowest that was like in the middle for me mm -hmm. but um I got 29 percent on that one and I feel like for me in, in terms of like loved ones, so I have my loved ones near me, close to me. And then my partner that I, I'll just say my boyfriend. So Girl, please. Shut up. But please. I was going to say something crazy, but I was like, let me, let me stop. My boo, but, my, love, my sugar. Oh, okay, sorry. <laughs> my, my sugar? Like, I'm going to call my dad. He's going to be like, what? But um, I think that's probably the only area that sometimes I get, you know, like, in that space of not confused about how I feel towards my loved one, but like actually saying those words. And I think that was like more in the beginning of that relationship, but now it's like more natural. Cause it's like, you start considering that person as family, but in terms of how I feel, like, I feel like if I have love for you, just thinking about friends and family, like, is there like, at this point, I'm not really at the hot and cold stage. So that, that question was kind of scary for me, but I could definitely see like, if I took this a couple, like a year ago or even, I would be fearfully avoidant 100% because I'm always, listen, I could like, not even the word love, but I could like have so much love or, you know, like for you. And then the next yeah. day I'm like, even with girlfriends, I'm being straight. I could like, you know, be so hesitant, but I think it has definitely changed because of COVID and me appreciating people more. So um, 
Like yeah. I appreciated people in the past. But no, but it's, I just it's appreciate true. Like I, like we said, it's like seasons to it. So exactly, and in stages, because like you said, exactly. in your relationship when it first started out, it was like, all right, like listen, you trying to figure it out. I care for you, but you know, and it's it's being able to manage those type of styles of attachment and, and exactly just, like, how are you going to handle that? Are you going to run away from it? Or are you going to try to at least hear it out? feel it be observant and then deal with it in that way I have something to say because you know like in the beginning of all types of relationships even when you're talking to somebody this this is something that the attachment style quiz just kind of put in my head we don't want that person to know that we're actually kind of like even guys they or other people they don't want you to feel like or know that like yo I am kind of getting attached to you so it's like initially you don't want to tell the person like oh I want to see you every single day I need to talk to you every single day so you're trying to hold your guard up so you're basically being fearfully avoiding at that point you're like you're like do I tell them that I want to see them more than once a day or once like once a week yeah. but that and it's good to know those things so you could kind of know what to expect from the person but like I I'm think you brought up a good point with that one though because I think sometimes we don't realize that there may be even a healthy balance of all of them where like when you're starting out you're not going to be necessarily all in or maybe you have learned in the past being Mm. all in can be too much so you like let me (laughs) let me scoot to the little distance a little bit because that that might help us out in the long run so girl so we had had a little bit of the I was I was about 10 percent more but well you know (laughs) listen we took it at different days I could you know if you took it yesterday like I did (laughs) it could have changed so let's see okay so the next one is anxious preoccupied and that's do you feel afraid of your loved ones pulling away or constantly seeking more closeness in your relationships and so I was at 31 percent okay I was at 33 percent that was my highest (laughs) yes okay yeah I think this really talks to though even where we're at in our lives with Mm -hmm. the pandemic because it said let me just go back it's saying do you feel afraid that your loved ones are pulling away or constantly seeking or you're constantly seeking more closeness in your relationships? And I think that has a lot to do with where we're all at in our lives where it's like, you just never know when, if someone's going to pass, let's be real COVID. Like you just, it's made you feel like, I think for me, life is too short. Sometimes I'm just like, okay, I gotta enjoy my family. I gotta enjoy Mm -hmm. my days. Um, because you just you never know and you don't want to think like that you know? yeah I definitely I think this space is definitely something that just pops in my head like often from thinking from like relationships to friendships to like family I think even when um I'll just say on the podcast when all of us in our house um not all of us but some people in the house tested positive for COVID and it's like you know in the middle of the night I'm like oh my gosh I gotta go check on this person to make sure they're fine mm-hmm. and that, that that gets very you know scary because it's like you you I think that's that's like just dealing with COVID but just thinking of how you know like some people like in in our house they were just like I'm not going to talk to anybody because I'm going to stay in my space and stay quiet and it's like that's not the way to 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 handle stuff but that's the way I believe you know we shouldn't handle stuff it it was kind of a a weird and scary space to be in but that's imagine people that has been like that all year and people that have had families in the hospital so that's one aspect but for me um I think that is it. I think that has something that I've always seeked in a relationship, 
And when uh, um, when I'm actually in when I'm in one, and I sense it happening, I'm like, my mind goes to like uh, everywhere because it's like, why is this person pulling away? What's happening? What yeah. like am I causing it? And then you're like, just like it says, anxious, preoccupied. I'm like getting anxious just thinking of these thoughts. And the funny thing is, like, yo, if you just talk about it, you could probably get some clarity in terms of how you feel. And if, sometimes it's just not easy. Like I'll be straight. It's 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 hard. One of the quest, one of the um things is about communication, and that's one of my weak points too. But um yeah, it's it, it's it's a, it's a it's an interesting it's an interesting um topic or yeah. Yeah. No, I I would even say going back to how you put it in perspective of beyond COVID, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of us have dealt with, and I mean, this is. This is more pinpointed, I think, to what my therapist was even kind of talking to me about is Mm -hmm. like sometimes we'll take past situations, traumatic situations, exes, all of that. And then you're scared that you're going to relive what you did before. And Mm -hmm. so you may just get into these anxious thoughts of like, oh my gosh, I'm, I'm going to do the same thing. And then the guy's not going to like me and Mm -hmm. I'm going to speak my truth and da, 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 or, you know, just like feeling the fear of, I mean, that was a battle I dealt with the whole time I lived in New York. Every mm-hmm. single time I left, I about cried. Like, <laughs> but that's where the balance kind of comes in is I mm-hmm. knew I had to be in New York for that season. Yeah. So even though every time I came to Florida and saw my family and friends and left and was like, oh my God, I really yeah. don't want to leave. I knew that I was called to be in New York. So mm-hmm. I had to do the balance of, you know, being able to know that I was called yeah. somewhere and mm-hmm. that I can take the time to go see those people, but being so anxious and obsessed and, and because, because look at this, Girl. This, is, this is how it would be. What if I just sat in Florida because I was like, nope, I can't leave Sorry, my never. family. I can't leave my friends. You would never met Ty. <laughs> I would have never met Ty. We would never have serious conversations. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're not even going to talk about my career. The other styling. stuff. Yeah. I mean, the things that I have gotten and had experiences with, the people that I have met because I mm-hmm. took a leap of faith, hmm. I will never, ever like regret any of that. Yeah. But was it hard? Yeah, it was hard to leave my friends Definitely. and family and stuff hmm. like that, but I met so many more people and brought so much to my life. So within That's... that anxious state, it's like you got to really evaluate what it is that you are worried about when it comes mm-hmm. to your relationships or fear, because you could be potentially making your life stagnant if you just something listen even me would think like thinking thoughts about um you know eventually leaving new york or how it would feel i think it's especially it's it's harder for somebody like like it's kind of like going through what ashley went through the first time she you know left and we'll see what happens but it, it definitely is something that has you know run past my head like we'll see what happens i'll just keep it like yeah. that yeah well i'll just keep it like yeah, that definitely it will be nerve Girl, I'll be bawling. I won't have buzzers <laughs> on my nose. I'm going to be crying. No, and it will be, yeah. but it will make you so much more independent. Exactly. Too. And they, you know, they always say, what is the, the heart grows fonder? Time makes the heart grow fonder. So your family- You think I'm going to miss New York? I'm telling you, no, I'm telling you, you'll come back. You'll be having home cooked. Girl. Home. <laughs> like, the love will be so good because you know, <laughs> Mommy and daddy, what? 
when they see me, it's like celebrities <laughs> here for like one day. One day, and then that's it. You're like, all that, all that loving, loving treatment is gone. Listen, but when I go on vacation for like three or four days and I come back, everybody, they miss me. So I know, oh my gosh, months, they'll be, they'll, they'll be begging me to come home. Yes. <laughs> let's go. Okay, to, so let's go dismissive. to the next one. All right. So <laughs> dismissive avoidant. Do you find yourself fearing being pressured in your relationships? while often craving independence and freedom. <laughs> so I already knew, cause I just know how I am, that this was going to be low on the totem pole for Ashley Miller. It oh, was 8%. <laughs> Eight, damn, that was low. That was low. That was low. Hold just on. Such a loving, like, wanna be by people. Yours is higher. I know. No, mine's is, mine's is 19. But the funny thing okay. is like, with, it, in a way, I crave independence because that's what like, I was thinking about for you. But that, yeah, because <laughs> I crave independence a lot and freedom. I'm like very carefree in, in that kind of aspect. And even like you know, before I was single, I was like, yeah, there was nothing like don't <laughs> don't hold me down. Like that was one thing. But I do, I think I I try to create that space of independence and freedom. Mm-hmm in those relationships so I don't think I have that fear like even the idea because I know some people think about the idea of like marriage or being in a relationship just being in a single relate like in a relationship they're like I I won't be tied down and I, I think yeah. I think I'm, I'm with you on the same page of like yeah I love love but I'm still gonna have my like and I think you're a part of the same crowd too in terms of like yo you're still gonna have your freedom I'm still gonna do what I want to yeah. do the independence is one thing like I think that's one thing that I've always like there's this um Nigerian mentality my mom is like growing up I used to I used to try to stop saying this to her because like I used to get mad but she'd be like oh when you move into your husband's house and I'm like listen I ain't moving no, no, into no, my, I'm moving to my house, house. <laughs> no my house our listen, house it is it's not, not gonna be no yeah and yeah. I used to get upset about that and I think yeah. that was something that was embedded to me from young that I don't want to be like that traditional kind of yeah and listen, I don't care if you listen to pot. Let me stop. But that is something that I want for myself. I want to be able to feel independent, feel free, and also still be able to thrive and have a happy relationship. But I totally I think agree. Mm-hmm. And I think, hold on, Auntie Mabel. She's doing it on purpose. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Ashley's in a different location, guys, as we said. I'm here with my like aunt and uncle but then my great aunt who's like a grandmother and she's she's trying to play with me right now y'all she's knocking on the door she know what i'm in here doing, <laughs> and i'm like she just want to be on somebody's camera anyways so no um i definitely feel you on that because even though my percentage for the dismissive avoidance was like low Uh i think it comes from a part of like just me always i i'm i'm such a family person like i'm I'm such a like a want to get together with people i'm always trying to see i'll come here I'll come to like, cause I live in Miami now, but mm-hmm. my family lives like Orlando and Tampa. I'll be mm-hmm. all up and down Florida, seeing this person, that person, making sure I see everyone because it's just who I am. Mm-hmm. But I do agree with you that when it comes to the independence part, it is very important for me, especially my career wise and my yeah. creative mm-hmm. mind. I have to have spaces to be able to do those things. And I can't necessarily be locked down with like, mm-hmm 
a one dimensional type of looking at things. I have to be able Mm. to express that and and build in that way. And I think that that going into like styles of relationships and stuff like that, it's important. Like we always said, we loved going to those different, um, you know, uh, like CCNYC or any of those types of networking events in New York, because it was like, we did our day to day jobs and our full-time jobs, but then we went and we met with relationships with like-minded people that also loved like a creative outlet and we were able to feel that part. So it's definitely important Mm. to like have those types of um, relationships as well. No, definitely. And I think one thing I wanted to add while you were saying that, it's like, even when Ashley and I used to go to things together, we would always like sometimes like, okay, separate and do our own things because it's like, I remember even one time Ashley and I so we saw each other at a party. Remember? I remember that day. It was like you were lit. So oh, <laughs> I ran into Ashley at a party. And we like listen, she's like, let's not talk about those. But no, it was nice because it's like, you know, you see it's and I think this is just a like a physical rapper. Oh, you're talking about when we went for the summer and we were at that party together? That no, we didn't party? go together. We Oh, we some, met I think I ran I mean, into Oh, you ran into me. It was like an outside. Yeah. I don't want to think it. I don't think it was everything. It was like, um, it was like, what's that one that they was some Adidas brand. Labor Day all the time. Was it Labor Day? I forgot what it was. It wasn't an everyday people one. No. That one was a fun one too, though. But that's, yeah. that's a different. Listen, we had some, we had some days, but hopefully we have some more in the future. We will, we will. But yeah, I just remember just like physically being together and then being able to, you know, be independent and yeah. that's in all types of relationships and all aspects of life. So that's really cool. But let's go into the last one. So okay. the last one is secure. secure. Mm-hmm. You know, we no insecure over here. We well, find wait, why am I so confused on what I'm saying? Do you, you find okay. you can be effectively commute? Why am I do you find you can affect oh no 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 do you find you can effectively communicate there should be a comma or something yes or something in there (laughs) go ahead go ahead but no it should it is improperly written but okay do you find that you can effectively communicate and feel vulnerable in your relationships yeah so i could go first on this one i got a 19 percent again um i think that was kind of definitely wrong actually hold on that's actually good, yeah, because I don't feel like I could effectively communicate and feel vulnerable <laughs> in some of our relationships. I'm being honest, even with now, what do you think? Now, what do you think that you're not effectively communicating on, or like not specific topics, but like what? Like, are you not telling your feelings? Like, I think is- it's my feelings and also setting boundaries. Um, sometimes I feel like I wait too long, and then I'm like, I have this, 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 and it's like, homie, you should have said that on day one, or you should have said that when you initially felt that way. Even in the dynamic of Ashley and I's relationship, I definitely held things in. And then I, I bless, what is it, bladder it out. And then it's like, yeah. yo, it's like, yo, why you didn't say that before? Yeah. But I've had that in many of my relationships. And that's one thing that I think over time, I learned that that's my personal issue. And yeah. I have to find ways to, um, to figure it out. And one thing that I've been doing is like, if I ever feel it, I have to always take time to internalize it, but I can't sit on it too long. If it's more than a month at that point, it's too old. Don't bring it up. But I think it's always good to like, what I'm learning now is like, if I feel some type of way, I bring it up as soon as I can, because there's no point, even, even with my mom, like sometimes she can say something the day before and I'm like, how am I going to deliver this to her the next day? I'm like, Yo, mom, 
you made me feel a b and c no but it's and it, it's, it's sometimes it just has to be that way so mm-hmm. that's that's just me but yeah how about you no um so i was i guess around the same as i was 23 okay i definitely think i don't communicate the best but i'm on the other spectrum of i talk to damn much like <laughs> because so I, i'm very emotional mm-hmm. i try what i what i will say is that my journey of communicating more effectively has definitely gotten better uh-huh. from like being younger or just like you know in the years uh-huh. um and i try to do like you said where it's like instead of waiting to the last minute speak on it uh-huh. but what i try to work on now is listening to people because you need to listen and you know even with you sometimes i'm like Mm -hmm. let her get out what she's saying even though i'll be like "Uh, uh, uh, uh." yeah and then listen and then say but just in my life because i've held stuff in so much before Mm -hmm. now i'm like y'all not gonna play me and i don't and i don't want to hold it in because Mm -hmm. my anxiety might heighten or i'll just get into a mode that like prevents me from being productive and effective so I'm like let me just get it out but there is a part of the communication that has to happen where you're able to speak and hear people as well as knowing when to maybe communicate Mm -hmm. because I've also learned that that sometimes that wasn't the best time um Mm -hmm. and those are things that I fear like in relation like when I do get into a relationship I want to be able to yeah you know i know things happen but i want to be the best partner that i can be and Mm -hmm. and like hear them out and and, you know them hear me out so yeah no you actually and that's and i love that you said that because it's not like sometimes we get i think one thing that a lot of us learn is that sometimes like the right place is not to work on these in those relationships like sometimes it's okay to work on it on the spot but sometimes we got to actually work on those on our own to come into like I, I think of even some friendships that I had to like we had to part ways for us to come back to even be stronger so things like that happens even relationships too but um this was actually really helpful and I like again some of these questions like like even looking at the secure one and I'm like yeah I'm not even a 19 percent I'm even you know lower than that but I think these questions and these um, prompts definitely give us thoughts to think of and also gives us like steps of how we can improve things because even hearing Ashley like Ashley and I could have got the same scoring but totally on totally two different spectrums yeah so um that's that that was really insightful and yeah I'm glad that we did this yeah no it was definitely great shout out to Miss Jackson because she definitely yeah she 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 is the goat but um I think if anything and you can say maybe you're two or three takeaways from it. Mm-hmm. The takeaways for me were not even about the percentages. It was more so looking at why the percentages were where they were based on what the definitions of those categories were. Mm-hmm. And you know, with any type of attachment style, I think that there are I talked about this before, there are times when you may be a little bit more distanced because of boundaries, or you may be a little bit more caring for that person and, and making sure that they're okay because of whatever. So it's not about being one being greater than the other. I think ultimately what I've learned, especially in therapy, and I'm not a therapist and this is not mm-hmm. like any type of diagnosis or anything, 
but I think that it all goes down to boundaries. We're going to all have mm-hmm. times where we're going to be overly caring about a loved one or a friend or something, or we might back off and be like, look, maybe we all need our space. But it's mm-hmm. when you continuously do only one of those and yeah. you don't set boundaries for yourself to take care of yourself and put mm-hmm. yourself ultimately first, because like we always say, if you can't take care of yourself, how are you going to be there for anyone else and I think that mm-hmm. genuinely what I've gotten out of it is that it's okay to ha- have any of these things mm-hmm. but it's just what are you doing to make sure that you are worth because when you put all of this energy in other people and then you're mad because they like, oh. did this for them and they ain't doing it for you or you didn't do that or whatever the case may be it probably you need to observe and look and see what are you doing okay. are you even taking care of yourself first so yeah no i was not gonna say you closed the podcast out perfectly <laughs> but um no i'm serious that was a good that was a good closing but the last thing that i definitely want to say is like even though the numbers to me were like I was like, oh, that's not that accurate. Or it's like, I should have been higher or lower. I think that was one thing. It's a scale, it's a test. You know, some people don't perform well on a test. I'm not the best test taker as well. But I definitely want to say that uh, this quiz made me think a lot, in, like a lot. And I remember when Ashley definitely um, told me to do, to, like told me to take the quiz and she was like, it doesn't focus only on relationships. At first I was like, no, these questions are definitely focused on relationships. Like, you know, like, um, what is it? romantic romantic relationships Uh but then like looking more in like I think going deeper into the questions I was like no this is like relationships and interaction all across the board co-workers friendships people that you meet and you know meet to part with that that whole verbiage but I definitely um took a lot of things away from it and this is something like again I say we should all you know just check in sometimes like these are conversations that a therapist could definitely ask you. So it's kind of nice being on that like personal kind of therapy guide, like session. And um, yeah, I just, yeah, that was really a great experience. And I'm glad that we did this and we'll probably do different ones in the future. Yeah, I definitely um, think we should do more of them. I actually it, do. It was cool to like really see what and, and see which, what yeah. each other's was going to mm-hmm. be. And like I said, I think it was a gauge and we will, we'll drop the link as well. If anyone's interested right now, the website is it's, you can just literally Google the attachment style quiz and it will come up. It's, Mm -hmm. it's, um, part of the personal development school.com. Um, but we will definitely put in the link in our, in our, uh, YouTube as well as in our SoundCloud, Spotify, all that stuff. and you will get it but I encourage you guys to take it too because you may find out that you're you're a little too clingy listen maybe maybe you're a little too distant or you you're too independent now you you can be independent (laughs) all you want but listen listen Listen, come on but thank you guys so much for listening to our podcast we have a next one coming in two weeks and um let me should i drop the the deets yeah sure so you guys can follow well first of all watch us on youtube we're now on youtube you can see our beautiful faces live so watch us on youtube you can also follow us on um instagram at series of conversations you can follow me at ty kem t-a-i-k-e-m and then you can follow me, Ashley Michelle Miller, and shout out because I actually just dropped my official new 
site for my wardrobe styling. So check it out. I'm here for all your services and really help those to just uncover their unique style that is authentic to who they are. We ain't trying to copy and paste and make you look like nobody else. We're trying to make you look like you. So check out AshleyMichelleMiller.com. And then, of course, check out Koi3, which is my lifestyle brand. And that's at K-O-I underscore T-H-R-E-E. And this This is is Series of Conversations. Conversations.